My name is Melissa Gearing and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for joining me. Hi everybody, thanks so much for joining us today. I have with me a very special guest. Her name is Lucy Ellis and Lucy works with us at Newcastle Health Collective in Hamilton, which you'll hear me talk about a fair bit. Lucy is a hypnotherapist and I'll let her tell you a little bit more about what she does, but she works exclusively with women and with women uh, that I find, you know, things that, that women are really concerned about such as self-esteem, self-confidence and those kind of things, but she'll tell you better than me, I'm sure. Welcome, Lucy. Hello, Mel. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me Thanks here. Thanks for coming. Um, I find that your topics are really relevant for my clients. Um, so could you give us a bit of an idea of what you do, what hypnotherapy is, because I don't know that the general public really knows and is across that very well, and why you chose to work with women, if you can do all that in one. Absolutely. <laughs> and how long have we got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I do. So yes, I am a hypnotherapist, and that doesn't mean that I make you cluck like a chicken. Good. Which is what a lot of people think that it <laughs> well, is. Well, you did kind of make me cluck the first time I come along. <laughs> did I? <laughs> <laughs> That's not selling it. You had me in the palm of your hand. I fell off my chair. <laughs> so what I think is really important to tell everybody is that all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So although you come to a hypnotherapist to be hypnotised to you know, change your life in whatever area it is that you want to seek out, um, you're doing all the work. Mm. And it's my job just to gently guide you and hold that space for you. Um, and that's pretty much what happens. And another thing that I think is really, you know, that everybody needs to know and understand is that we walk around in a trance-like state 80% of our lives. So when I'm on the phone... My phone trance. Oh, totally. Totally. Mm. Driving the car, brushing our teeth, putting washing on the line, all of that. We're not in the moment doing that. We're somewhere else completely. And, and even our behaviours, the behaviours that we want to stop or our habits, we've got so many habits in our life, that we do, in our day-to-day -day life that we don't even know is a habit. We don't recognise it as a habit but it's pretty much filled up with habits. So um, we're always in a trance. So it's a really natural state of being and mind. Yes, you might get a little bit deeper than normal um, when you come to a hypnotherapy session, but um, it's 100% a natural state of being and mind. Well, something we're all kind of um, searching for is mindfulness. So to move away from this trance-like state, right? Absolutely. And be mindful. Yes. So that's really interesting. Absolutely. So when we're being mindful, we're in conscious awareness. Mm. And hypnotherapy, what it does is we're working on the subconscious. So we're changing, um, we're changing the subconscious, really, which is completely different to mindfulness. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I've sent uh, a few different kind of clients to you, but the ones that I've really found... Um, have come back very quickly with a response is on that those confidence issues. So you're working with women um, and women only. Yep. Tell us right. how you came to get to that point where you decided that women needed you more than men, I guess. 
Oh, sometimes men are starting to slip past the gates oh, there. Are they? I've got a couple at the moment. Don't um, tell everybody. They'll all want to come. <laughs> no, exactly. So, um, yeah, the reason I went exclusively, f um, working exclusively for women is just, it's a very new thing. I only started in 2016 to work with women exclusively. Um, and the reason being is that 80% of my clientele anyway were yes. women, probably higher. So that's the same for me. So this is really interesting. We'll come back to that. Yeah. yeah. And so I just found that when I sat with these women, um, I created magic with them uh, mm. just by holding that space. And I felt really comfortable sitting with them with their their issues. Yeah. And I have like, I don't know, like a power or source inside of me that just says, you know, this is where you belong when I'm when I'm wor working with women. So that's it fills me up, it lights me up, and um, that's why I got to just thinking, you know what? Why can't I just work solely with women and just put all of that focus and that passion into that? Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely, I am aware that I need to balance myself out, and I do like to go looking for a bit of yang. Yeah, I've got two boys and yeah. and a husband, so I feel like they they fill me up with the yang. But um, yeah, it's in my it's funny because my personal life is very different to my my business life. As it should be, I think, to some degree. I think yeah. you need that boundaries and those changes. And you know, when I get home, I'm home. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I do try to practice that a lot. Good. <laughs> it's hard when we're running our own businesses, especially when you're passionate about it. And you know, I talked to um, Sheree the other day about having that work-life balance and she made a really good point that um, that ratio of work and life balance is so incorrect because we have so much more in our lives that is valuable when, than, you know, bundling life into one and then comparing that to work alone is just so, you know, wrong. It doesn't and even, no, there doesn't is compare. no. compare. Yeah, yeah, so that, that ratio turns into more of a, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 kind of ratio <laughs> to work. Yes, yeah, yes, really interesting. absolutely. And I find that, you know, when I'm on, when I'm on and I'm at work, it can be all-consuming and I can take it into my evening and, and whatnot and be checking emails and um, replying. But when I'm off, I am off. Yeah. Like I do it all hard. Like I do off hard and I do on hard. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. That's just the way I like to live. Oh, I often talk about this. Um, when I first started practicing, I thought that that all or nothing, that black or white, it was a real personality thing. And, you know, when I look in people's eyes, you can often see those characteristics. So I thought it was um, personality or characteristics or, you know, specific to certain individuals. But the more I work with people and the longer I see people one-on-one, -on -one, the more I find that it's just human nature. I, I think it's human nature mm. where oh. we're all or nothing. We're on or we're off. Absolutely. And yeah. people say to me all the time, because obviously I get a lot of women and a lot of women that come to me are for uh, weight loss. Yes. And they'll say, oh, it's as common as anything. They will say, every single one of them, I can vouch for this, will say, I'm either really on and I'm really good, yeah. in inverted commas, um, and I'm eating really well and I'm training and I'm doing all these amazing things or I'm off completely yeah. and I just sabotage everything mm -hmm. and I'm going the complete opposite, you know. So we're trying to find mindfulness for people and we're trying mm -hmm. to find balance for people because it's out of our nature. 
Yes. Anyone trying to educate me yeah. on tea tree bullies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about the grey area. You know, the black and the white. You I'm like, find it. coming to the grey yeah. zone. Yeah. <laughs> and I talk to people about the grey zone and it's, um, it blows their mind. You know, and the fact, like my book is called Simply Balanced. Yeah. Because I just wanted to give people this really simple, easy, balanced food. Grey food. Not uber healthy and not uber unhealthy. You know, like something in the middle, just real food. I know, and, and I cooked one of your times. things um, in the book the other day and it asked for some natural sugar. I didn't have any, so I just put some normal sugar. I thought, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay, right? It still worked, didn't it? It's, it was beautiful. It's fine. Yeah, beautiful. exactly. And the thing about sugar is, again, we have that in small amounts, moderation, all that kind of stuff. It's fine. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. We don't all have to be on a sugar-free diet. We actually live through sugar. It gives yeah. us our energy. It gives us, you know, our go, get up and go. We need sugar in our lives. And our body actually yeah, innately craves that and moves towards it. But yes. it's about balance. It's about moderation. It's about how much sugar we're eating. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But back to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> in uh, coming back to that, those confidence and the, the self-esteem stuff, I want to know a bit more about, you know, you working with girls especially um, and young girls I've seen you work with. I find this really empowering that, you know, they can come and see you and get some results quite quickly yeah. for self-esteem and confidence issues because yeah. I see that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And that is my absolute love. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning yeah. because I feel like I have a um, – I want to be the voice yeah. of women, but women that are teaching and um, being and modelling – what they want their daughters to be like yes. and that is to put themselves first you have to be your top priority mm -hmm. and this comes across as a bit of a <gasps> shock at first because I'm a mum I should be um, you know I'm last on the list and so teaching women um, that are mums especially to put themselves first is my absolute pleasure because when I see it see them almost blossoming you know the trickle effect down to their girls. And it's not only about their girls, it's their boys as well. Mm -hmm. They understand when mum's saying, bye, I'm going off to gym or I'm going to go out for lunch with my friends or putting themselves in their life, then they realise that, hey, mum actually has a life. She matters. And mum matters. when they get married and their wives want to do that, they'll have that respect for their partners and then their daughters yeah, yeah. 100% and that just gives me goosebumps yeah because how many people fall into relationships now where the the man can kind of expect that that's what you do you stay at home and you do that because that's what their mum did mm -hmm. so we're literally changing the generation yes oh well I feel like that's my that's my big passion and in my mission statement I've written I'm changing the generation yeah of women Beautiful. Yeah. We'll put it out there and it'll happen. Totally. So my mum married my dad, right? Yeah. And within those first few months, dad was kind of, you know, he's getting a bit cranky and he's getting a bit angry at mum and eventually she's like, what the hell's the matter with you? And he said, you're not making my wheat picks in the morning. <laughs> and my mum was like, you know, my mum's a nurse and she's very straight up and practical. And so she said, what the fuck? <laughs> And my dad went, you're not making my week piece in the morning. You know, my nan, who is my dad's mum, she would get up every morning. She puts everything on the table before everyone gets up. She still does this every morning. 
she makes a cup of teas, she makes a pot of tea and pours everyone in their cup and then she puts all the wheat bix out. She would put my dad's wheat bix in his bowl and then pour the milk on and go and get him. Oh my goodness. So my dad expected my mum to do this. My mum's always been a working mum, you know, we we were um we were in Ushula, you know, my parents worked both worked very hard. But my mum was a working mum, she was a nurse, she was working night shifts, you know, and my dad expected her to still get his wheat picks out. <laughs> <laughs> because he wasn't taught exactly. any other way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's and we don't want to we don't want to you know what? As soon as I was old enough, I got up and I would put my dad's wheat fix in his bowl every morning. Wow. Yep. <laughs> and so he would have wheat fix every day? He does. He does. Sorry, Dad. I've tried. <laughs> they, they bought my book, but they haven't cooked anything out of it yet. <laughs> Is it a bit too out there for them? I don't know. <laughs> You know, they're, they're workaholics and they're inherently, um, you know, lazy. And I think that's that's my story of why I got into health because they don't look after themselves very well. Um, but I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they raise me to you. work really hard, which yeah. I do, you know. So yeah. there's all those things. But And I think that's, you know, I'm, I'm from a broken family and my mum was a single mum. And also, you know, she had to work really hard really really hard and yet I think I pull my strength from her like yeah. she um she has a lot of um passion for the things that she's interested in which is education but um I think that's how where I've got my strength from just watching her being a being a daughter of a of a single mum is empowering mm. yeah. yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah <clears throat> excuse me I do want to tell you about a client I had the other day. Um, a beautiful lady came in, wants to lose weight, is ready to make a change, um, but the thing that spurred her to come was not herself. It was that her daughter has uh, come to an age, teenager, where she's started to put on a little bit of weight and is now getting teased at school. And she really wants to be the example. So she's come to me for some dietary change and some you know, exercise stuff with my husband Sam and a bunch of other things that we we're going to start doing but it was just really interesting to me that she wasn't ready or prepared or wasn't ever going to do this for herself but it was her daughter that spurred her to come absolutely that i hear that all the time i want to do this for my children mm. this is important for me for my children but it's about being the role model but it's not about and this is the thing that i really want to make clear to all of your listeners you can model this behavior you know choosing healthy foods or, or whatever it is but if you don't raise your belief in yourself and know that you're awesome and amazing and um and raise your confidence internal confidence then that's actually what they'll what they'll pick up so this forced have to do it because i've got to make I've got to teach them about that is wonderful. I think certainly making those steps is great, but you've got to really believe it in yourself that you're mm. worthy. You're worthy to eat healthy. You're worthy to have a healthy relationship with um, yourself. Then that's what they learn. And that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I can help you with. <laughs> that's key to sustainability as well for me. So yeah. 
you can make all the changes in the world and they may last a week, they last two weeks, a month, two months, they may even last six months, a year. But if you don't change that inherent habitual, you know, behaviours or that inherent belief system that's made you fall back into that every other time, you will eventually go back there. Mm -hmm. It's so important. You know, what I preach with all of my stuff is sustainability, long-term sustainable changes. Mm -hmm. Let's make the changes that are going to last, like all of that stuff. And what you're saying, it's got to come from inside. It's got to come from somewhere deeper than those, you know, the top layer of change. We need to go deeper. Yeah, absolutely. And it's too worth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am worth this. Yeah, that's powerful. Can I ask you a personal question? Totally. Health industry. We all end up here because we've had a journey. Uh, we've gone on some kind of journey. We all kind of start out, you know, in the offices and <laughs> at, you know, I worked at Home Jacks <laughs> when I first started working. And, you know, we come from normal jobs, most of us, to some degree. And then there's a point, I think, for nearly everyone that I've spoken to where they go, no, I need to do this this huge other thing I'm being called. I've got this passion. I want to work for myself and we become female entrepreneurs and that's a huge thing in itself. Um, but what made you do this? What made you come yeah, here? Yeah. What's your story? Okay, yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to, I like the fact that you said normal jobs <laughs> because I've never been a normal type of person. I've never really fit inside a normal um, person I suppose I think if people were to describe me they would definitely wouldn't use the word normal I think colorful comes to my mind when I think of you <laughs> yeah colorful quirky yeah you name it so um, I was a very young mum and I was pregnant with my third child they just kept coming <laughs> and at the time I was living in South Africa um, and so I, I was a stay-at-home mum and I really, I couldn't have an epidural um, for health reasons, but I had, uh, so my first two were fine labours, but somebody had told me or I came across hypnobirthing. And so I started um, Googling hypnobirthing and just reading up about it because I could not believe that you could give birth with no pain or mm. through being hypnotized. So I was really intrigued. So by the time I eventually, South Africa is a very conservative place to live. Um, so they're not really into the alternatives. Mm -hmm. And so I really, and we were living in a small coastal town. So you can imagine my options. <laughs> Didn't have many. I They thought I was weird when I wanted to have a water birth with my second. <laughs> so, so you can imagine. So I eventually did find a hypnotherapy practice uh, about 50 minutes drive away. Uh, and I, I was too late for them to actually help, you know, too far along in my pregnancy. I was about eight months. And they were like, we need to be working with you for a lot longer than that for you to get the results. Okay. So I didn't do it. But then I just couldn't get it out of my mind. I thought, this stuff is amazing. And serendipitously, one day I was driving along in my car and in South Africa, when you stop off at the traffic lights, there's people 
trying to get begging or trying to get money from you by like washing your windscreen mm -hmm. with really dirty water <laughs> and flowing f flyers in you know your window if you've uh -oh. got it open and I had my window open and in comes a flyer and it was um for a school of hypnotherapy no way. yeah and that's amazing I'm doing that because yeah. normally you wind your windows up when you yeah. go to a traffic lights there um, because you freak out a little bit, you have to have your wits about you. And for whatever reason, I had my window down and, uh, it came this flyer. Yeah. How long have you been doing this now? So 2008, I graduated. Yeah. So what's that? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Eight, eight, eight plus eight. <laughs> eight years. Yeah. And I'm learning all the time. Do you yeah. find that? Oh my God. You're just constantly Every learning. Every single day. I think, oh, okay, I'm good now. I got this. No, I never think that. <laughs> I don't know. I did think that briefly maybe earlier this year and then didn't read, you know, the magazines and you know how we get sent all our literature from our uh, registering bodies and like, you know, all the companies, the rep companies or, you know, with my products and stuff like that. And I didn't read them for, you know, maybe a week or two. And then I thought, oh my God, I'm so far behind. I haven't learned anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, keep them by the loo as you do when I read them while I'm in there. Because oh. I love my loo time. Oh, are you one of those? It's oh, my really goodness. important. Oh, yes, my husband's one of those. <laughs> I can't stand it. This morning, we've got this new routine happening mm -hmm. where twice a week we start the day on the beach. Great. So we get up really early, set the alarm at 5.30, get the kids out of bed, take them, and we'll either run or uh, definitely swimming's involved, um, take the dog and what have you. And um, oh, it's like we've got to get up and we've got to get going because we've got to get back and we've got to get the kids ready for school. And my husband's got to go to the bloody toilet. <laughs> I'm like, you've either got to get up earlier. <laughs> And we're all sitting in the car waiting for oh, Dad. Oh, no. <laughs> My dad's the same. He reads his fishing magazines. And we're always in the car waiting for him when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, classic Dad. Yeah, classic yeah. Dad moves. Awesome. <laughs> now, you work a lot one-on-one uh, -on -one with women and yes. you're a couple of men. Won't forget the couple of men. <laughs> Shh, uh, don't tell anybody. But you also do these amazing courses. I do. Tell yeah. me, tell me a little bit more about them. I've got a client in one at the moment and she's beside herself loving it. She has come so far. I'm so proud of her. Um, tell me what, what are you doing to her? <laughs> what am I doing to her? <laughs> yeah, so this is my heart program. My heart, my life's work, I think, are in these programs um, because it occurred to me that I was just seeing all of these women and all of them, no matter what they were coming to see me for, had low self-worth, low confidence. And I just wanted to change that for them. And like I said earlier, you know, like I want to uh, help them become their top priority and work through all of the shit mm. from their past. You know, we've all had, we've all got a past. And just allow them to move on and to strengthen them emotionally. And so I put together these groups and I started running them uh, in the in 2013. So for three years now. And it's a small little group of women that come together. I don't see any more than eight in a group at one time. 
and we um, spend 12 weeks together. Once a week for 12 weeks, they come to me and we do hypnotherapy, we do creative, we do sharing, and there's a whole heap of, it's, it's a massive program. Mm. And it's uncomfortable um, and scary at times, but I call it Lucy's love bubble. <laughs> you step inside my love bubble and you can be vulnerable. Yeah. And you can um, make those changes. That's where the breakthroughs happen. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so cool because not only can you um, help more than one woman at a time, which I am always looking for ways to help more than one people. We're human, right? You and I. There's only so many people you fit in a day before you start to, you know, feel the effects of not having enough Lucy time, Mel time, and family time, and all that kind of stuff. So it's a beautiful thing that you can help many people yeah. at the same time. But also, I think for um, for them to see that other women feel exactly the same way, like they're not on their own, yeah. and that this is happening across the board, and that it's so common. That is the magic of the groups. I feel like mm. I prefer to work. That is actually my choice. To, uh, my my best my preferred choice is to have these groups because that's exactly what happens yeah with it's one-on-one these women are just in their heads and they're talking about themselves and when they're in a group they're like oh wow she's she's saying things that i say to myself it's it's part of the magic powerful yeah Yeah. part of the magic absolutely and for us women we're always in our heads and things are always so much worse in our head, you know? Well, we're story makers and that's what hypnotherapy does. It just puts you on a different story or puts you in a different story. We're constantly creating stories in our head, mm. whether it be negative or positive. Mm. Um, our mind likes creating stories. It feels good when it can come to a conclusion. Like the reason why that person spoke to me like that is because she hates me. Yeah. No, that's the story you've created in yep. your head. Yeah. Um, and you can recreate your stories. Absolutely. You can make up stories because we make up stories about her hating us. So yeah. why can't we make up stories about her loving us? And that's actually what I teach my, 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 my ladies is that I seriously believe that everybody loves me. And, that, and even if they're not being very nice to me, um, I know that they still love me. Maybe they just don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the you know the fact that it's so confronting and powerful. I just keep thinking back to those that generational um, influences that we have and how powerful those deep seated beliefs are because they've come from. I remember my great grandmother, you know, would look after my pop in a similar way with the he would have toast. My dad had the wee fix, you know, <laughs> and then my nan did it. And then my mom, she kind of changed that for me. Good. But my mom yes. does other stuff, you know. Yeah. And then me, and then for my daughter, all of that will come through into her to some degree. So it's just such a big, it's a lineage. It's those generational belief systems. And sometimes they're needing to be altered for people because then they're, you know, deciding how they feel about themselves and that can be in a negative way. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think once you get to adulthood, then that you start questioning, oh, hang on a minute, do I really believe that or do I want to believe that? Start questioning um, what's already, the stories you've already got created in your, in your mind about certain things. And that can be really powerful and empowering to create those changes. Mm. Yeah. 
And do you have many women who come to your program and find that when they start to question all these things that they don't know who they are anymore or that need to be kind of redirected and how do you deal with that? Yeah, a lot of women um, don't even know who they are yet feeling lost um, with direction with a whole heap of things and uh, yeah, it's a it's all the journey, Mel. Mm. It's the process. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a process or it's not going to stick. Absolutely. There has Absolutely. to be a process for a change to occur. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So sometimes you might get women come and they're literally shattered. Mm. They're, you know, um, just broken pieces on the ground, literally dragging themselves into the room. By the time they finish the 12-week program, they're feeling stronger. Have they started the climb up the self-love mountain? Maybe they've taken the first couple of steps, but they're on their feet. So then there's some people that have come into the program and they're, you know, halfway up the mountain. They're feeling pretty good, but, you know, they realise that they just want to keep working on themselves and they get to three quarters up that self-love mountain. Mm. So it just depends where you come in at, at the journey, like in your journey of life and how much work you've done on yourself and where you're at to what you get out of those, the 12-week program. Mm. And people come... We've had people join that have been suicidal, um, recovering drug addicts, you know, um, really um, come out of domestic violence issues, people that have got um, really chronic anxiety. And then there are the other people that, you know, like, and everything kind of in between, uh, all the way to feeling really confident and just wanting to continue their work on yeah. their on their, themselves so and it's beautiful because you can put somebody that's so broken into this beautiful love bubble ah and they feel that yeah you're making me do it <laughs> <laughs> this is how i feel when i walk into work i'm yeah. in the bubble yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. beautiful now i'm gonna do your next program because i want to use it for me as a businesswoman as you know as the female entrepreneur uh, who still has to be the wife, you know, the aunt, the daughter, the everything to everybody and run this very um, demanding business. Because if you if you work for yourself, which a lot of you out there will, you know that it's demanding. No matter how many automated systems you put in, no matter how many people you have working for you, if you're passionate about what you do, you want to do it, you know, you want to be amongst it and you want to be seeing people one-on-one -on -one and all those kind of things. So, um you definitely don't have to come from um, those, you know, negative places to do the program right. Um, although you definitely can. Um, you can come for looking to kind of change within yourself a little bit and maybe bolster some kind of goals in your business or in your life or whatever that might be. Absolutely, 100%. Because I think as a business owner, you, you need to learn how to back yourself. Mm. And emotionally and this program gives you those tools to to really like stand in your own power yeah and that and also have further breakthroughs so take your limiting beliefs that are stopping you from progressing in whichever way that is and breaking through that pattern too um so yeah 100 percent, it is wonderful for every 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 woman yes <laughs> needs to do this workshop <laughs> 
I went to a little workshop the other day and, you know, sign up. It was fantastic. I loved it. I love this woman. I love what she was doing. It was $49 a month, right? For the year, I'm going to do her program, all this kind of stuff. And for me, I'm a yes person. I'm a doer. I'm a go-getter. Like, you know, I'm going to be in there. I'm going to do it. And for some reason, I was, you know, I was having a bit of a bad day. Um, most of you will know by now I suffer from anxiety, you know, to some degree. Um, and that's, that's fine. I work with that. And I just had this panic. It's $49 a week, um, a month, you know. Oh, my God. What, like, that's a lot of money. Can I do this? Like, meanwhile, I spend, you know, thousands of dollars on herbs every week. Um, and I just, I kind of freaked out. I had this moment. And I thought... You know, afterwards, I, I did it and I, I was like, settle, breathe, it's all good. You, you want to do this. It's, you know, this is nothing. Like, you know, and I compare it to like my couple of coffees a week or whatever it might be that I'm. Your gym membership. My gym membership, whatever. And I, do you want to do this? Will it be valuable? Yes, Mel, settle down, you know, all those kind of things. And I just thought, imagine if every single decision I made was filled with that kind of anxiety, which it used to be, but I've worked to a place where that seems to come out randomly. But I'm sure it's not random. And I'm sure you could help me find out why that happens. But, you know, for me, it just is a sometimes thing now. And I just thought, oh, like all the women in the room who were rooted to their seats. So you had to stand up if you wanted to do this thing. And all the women who were rooted to their seats. And I thought, you've made such an effort to come. You're obviously interested. You know, it's it's nothing when in the scheme of business to spend, you know, under $50 a month on, on a 12-month program. And, and I just, you know, like I just couldn't get that out of my head and I've been thinking about it for the last few days and I don't have a question for you, but that, you know, that, that sense of confidence in business and to back yourself. Absolutely. To and back yourself. you know, the question I'd ask you or I'd get you to think about right there is your herbs are for your clients. Yeah. And this was a decision that you made. It was a project for me. It's you know, it's yeah. called something about my identity. Ooh, oh, I wonder why you got that anxiety. <laughs> Look at this hypno. <laughs> I'm having hypno on my own podcast. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about before we go is we have seen a few clients together, yes. and I wanted to kind of explain to these guys what we do and how we work together briefly. Um, but you know, because it's such, it's so different what we do. But really, I feel like we do the same thing at the end of the day because we're both empowering people. We're both um, taking people away from a life of ill health and putting them on a path of health. And, you know, for me, I can use um, – I know that my client who we've been talking about won't mind and I'm not going to use her name, but I've been working with her for, say, a good oh, 18 months. And then for her to do your program has just been so empowering. So what I've done for her is given her, it was anxiety, you know, and um, she's on medication, but herbs can always be used really safely with that. So we've been working with herbs and boundaries and um, some supplements and diet, hugely with diet, because, you know, when we're busy and we're mums and we're anxious, we don't feed ourselves either. And then she's come to your program and you've put together... Yeah, absolutely. And this particular client was working with me one-on-one -on -one as well. Mm -hmm. And then I said to her, I think you need to do my program. I think you'd really love it. So we got, we, you know, we worked together to get her to a place where I felt like she was ready to step into that because being in um, 
around people is one of the big anxious moments mm -hmm. and so it's just so wonderful to see a blossom in there is, so yeah. uh yeah so basically working on her emotional um and mental health mm -hmm. emotional resilience around things boundaries like you say uh and raising her confidence um as a mum but as a as a person out in society the world, yeah. in the world yeah. and i know a couple of weeks in she was in my office broken because she had you know popped some huge bubble within your program and so we upped her herbal support we upped her supplements and that kind of stuff to help her through that period and then the week after i seen her she was like a different person she'd been to another you know another night with you and she was just you know really it was like she had climbed to the top of the mountain and was freaking out up there because it's so far up and then she had started to you know become so much more comfortable and in herself and she you know gave me a big hug and was so happy so oh, it was she's so adorable. good to see absolutely adorable yeah and you know as hard as it is to see um to take them by their hand and just show them what could be like the opportunities and the possibilities that await for them um and as hard as it is to see them um, go through what we would maybe call a spiritual awakening or a breakthrough, I mm. suppose, um, it's necessary. What about just an awakening from this hypnotized life we are in? Totally. Yes, yeah, fascinating. Yeah. We're going to put some links to your next workshop. Do you have one planned? Ooh. Oh, keep your eye out. Keep your eye out. So watch this space. We'll put some links to your website. Yeah. Obviously, and it's going to be next year, okay. January yep. sometime. Awesome. Yeah. And I will be in it. Yes. So if oh, come interested. and rub shoulders with Mel. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's good. We love having you. Thanks, guys.